Welcome to a new episode of Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid Ahmed. In this episode, we're going to go back to beekeeping just because we haven't had an update in a while. So last night, I got the chance to go to the beekeepers club meeting. And the club meeting has been to do it every month and to meet every second Monday of the month. Since I've been, since I started beekeeping, the people that I've known shown interest that, hey, they want to get into beekeeping as well. So it's like, hey, absolutely, come on down to the beekeepers meeting because you'll get to see what other other beekeepers are doing. You get to see what's happening in the club and you can also ask questions that you might have about beekeeping. Yes, the beginning beekeepers club, the beginning uh, beekeeper class is going to be essential in learning all about it. But coming to the club and, and talking and listening to other people's experiences is absolutely a great way to get to know what you're getting into. So um, I had created a little WhatsApp group telling them, Hey, you guys are interested. Come check it out. This is happening. Come check it out. This is what's up. Come check it out. But, um, you know, there's not a lot of conversation happening. But yesterday when I went to the meeting, I asked them, Hey, when is the class starting? Where is the registration page? And they're like, well, just go to the website. There's four spots left. So I quickly emailed my friends and like, and I was, and I told them, guys, there's only four spot left, four spots left in this class. So come on down, register, and get a you know, get registered. So then you won't miss out on the beekeeper training. So they're like, okay. And two of my buddies, they're also Cub Scouts uh, den leaders. So they're like, yep. We'll, we'll be signing up. So they signed up, and so I'm pretty happy. So two out of four, that's not a bad turnout, right? 50%. Now, I've got to let my neighbor know because she was interested in signing up as well. Um, I do not have their contact information, but I'll definitely be knocking their door uh, later on today and be like, hey, guys, um, there's only a few spots left in the uh, beginner class. Go check it out. I don't know if I can find them any other way. Um, Facebook? Yeah. My neighbors aren't that active on Facebook. Or maybe they are. I don't know. Not a lot of people are active on social media. Not as much as I am. Anyhow, so what did we talk about at the be- at the meeting? Well, let me tell you a little bit about it. Since we are in the month of December, uh, we got things you got to look out for. What kind of food you're feeding, what the experience has been in the past for beekeepers, and what type of food do you feed. So, really interesting thing that I learned is if you feed your bees, 
uh, pollen, pollen substitute, which is essentially protein, they go into the mode of starting to lay more eggs. The queen will, which means they're going to consume more honey through the winter or more honey uh, through the winter or the sugar water substitute that they're that you're feeding. Now you don't do sugar water anymore. You give them bricks or sugar sugar bricks, which they then uh, consume and take it to the hive. The other thing that uh, some of the beekeepers mentioned was that their cluster was much... So as you build up the hive, you have a depth to your hive. Uh, you start with a single box, but then you, towards the towards winter, you have at least two or three boxes. And the bees, what they do is they store honey on the top boxes because they know heat rises and they're going to hang out this they're supposed to start at the bottom of the cluster as a cluster at the bottom of the hive and as the winter goes along they slowly move up 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 all the way as they're touching the food and they're consuming the food through the winter it's really cool how they do that but some of the beekeepers were mentioning that their bees are, their bees are clustering towards the top and that's around the point where you want to feed them sugar. Um, you want to feed them the sugar bricks or fondant or some type of food so they have food to get through the winter. It's really interesting. So now my bees, the Alexandria hive, has ton of food stores. And I don't have an infrared camera to infrared or not infrared, a thermal camera to see where my cluster is. But somebody mentioned that I could borrow it from the library. I was like, really? I'm like, yeah, yeah, you could totally borrow a thermal imaging camera from the library. So I'm gonna check. I'm gonna go check that out. So I don't know where my uh, Alexandria cluster is, nor do I know where the uh, Saskatras cluster is. So I'm, I'm hoping they're both on the bottom, and then they'll move up. To consume their food um and i'm hoping i'm just hoping hoping that saskia tries to make it now what's really interesting is another beekeeper who started this year she also has one alexandria hive and one saskia hive and she's saying that her saskia hive is actually doing a lot better than the alexandria hive and i was like that is really interesting so she's just wondering what's going to happen in the winter if she if if the other hive is going to survive or not so lots of interesting stuff happening um and the the temperature is super cold like today it was 27 24 degrees out so these those bees are hanging out inside clustered in moving their muscles and keeping that hive warm so i'm gonna take a look at the hive uh today with a thermal imaging camera if I can borrow one from the library and that'll be good and then hopefully it warms up towards the weekend so I can go put in the um, absorbent stuff so some of the things that you're supposed to do in the winter you want to uh, put in a moisture board which absorbs the moisture conden the condensation happening inside the hive since there's 
the bees are generating heat. They're generating heat so they can stay warm in the winter. And so that heat rises up, but the outside of the beehive is cold. So that cold air coming in, so that clash, the clashing of the hot and hot air and the cold air is what makes this condensation happen. But if you have a moisture board inside your hive, inside your beehive, a moisture board, or you have a box with um, wood shavings and newspaper, that's what people are doing. There's so many different ways. And then you, you get a proper ventilation. Um, you, you, once you have that in place, you don't have that moisture problem because this excess newspaper or wood shavings or a moisture board absorbs that extra moisture and you can heat evenly or heat up you know the the natural process happens creatively so that's just it's really really interesting how that comes around and it's just fascinating how how they go through nature somebody even tell told me you know um cold will not kill the bees but lack of food will um somebody's beehive was knocked over during winter and they survived during the winter and you know they were they're just fine in the summer i mean springtime they were just fine so that was really interesting it's the lack of food not the cold that kills the bees so uh, i plan on putting some sugar bricks on top so they have food through the winter but how much i'm going to do that again that is a big question so that's a little bit of uh, what's going on the other thing people are doing uh, is they're also feeding the pollen one of the beekeepers said you know i have open pollen hanging out outside of the beehive all year round and um the bees can come get the pollen or not. It's all up to them. You know, they know what's better for their hive. But then what's really interesting is that if you feed pollen substitute protein to the bees, they will have more brooding. They'll do more, you know, there's more brood coming around, which is really interesting because this is the same beekeeper who had a multiple, <laughs> who had multiple times um like he he said he he'd come home and then I'd see swarming outside these bees are swarming because they're creating so much brood and that that could have been one of the reasons he's giving them pollen they're they're excessive making excessive brood and now they don't have much space in the hives and now they're going to they're going to swarm and you know go away so Luckily, he has extra extra hive boxes and extra comb to capture that um, swarm. But it's really interesting, right? So, and any time you have pollen available, it triggers to the bees, hey, it's springtime, we need to brood up. We need to increase the population so we can go start uh, collecting more pollen and start filling up the stores but then when they don't find the nectar they're like all right this is a bust another thing another question that somebody asked was hey what do you guys think of um you know insulating the hives from the cold and um 
the you know the answer was like well some people have tried that and it's really good in Wyoming and, and Vermont where it's super cold but in our area we don't really need to do that because if you do do that they will brood up earlier because it's a trigger that hey it's warm out let's let's create some more um some more brood because since it's getting warmer out it means it's going to be spring soon and the flower is going to be budding we can go start you know start it start it up so there are different triggers for the queen bee and the bees to start this brooding process the brood rearing the uh, laying of eggs because during winter time all they want to do is preserve the hive preserve the queen and the queen will lay some eggs and there's that pattern keeps going on because um, even though winter bees last about three to five months you still need like the bees that were started in August August September October November now you need new bees in November December times so the queen is still laying eggs, not at a thousand, two thousand eggs a day rate, but she's still laying some eggs during this process. So very, very fascinating stuff. Super, super awesome stuff. Yeah, beekeeping is a, an exciting, exciting uh, experience. And um, so that's what's happening for winter management, winter duties of a beekeeper is to make sure there's adequate ventilation in that hive so it doesn't heat up it you know there's not much water uh raining on top of the bees because that heat coming up and the cold coming down is almost a tropical weather in there right so super fascinating um what else i I'll be editing some more interviews later tonight so I can bring them on and publish them tomorrow and the day after and the day after that. That way I'll have uh, a continuous stream of episodes coming through to you and uh, you have uh, plenty of material to go through. But again, um, I've been also creating custom images for older episodes and putting them up on Instagram and Twitter to see if I get some more people uh, coming to listen to the podcast. And again, tell your friends, tell you, tell your family about this podcast if you think this is worth listening to. And uh, check, out, check out the website. Check out uh, the conversation around this Although there's not a lot of conversation happening. I'll also be helping the club with their website management. Now they're currently running on a on a proprietary software. Um but I I almost convinced them to switch over to WordPress because WordPress is so super awesome. I was just talking about it yesterday. So if I can get them to get WordPress loaded up on hosting, set up some membership area, and stuff like that. I think it'll be pretty cool. I also said, hey, we could record audio because we have a lot of speakers coming in to the club and talking about the different things that they're working on 
there was one beekeeper who came from the FDA talking about um, a lot of different ways that they're testing uh, beekeeper research or bee honeybee research. So I, was, I, I suggested, hey, what if we record audio record these episodes, these uh, meetings, and then we can put it up on the podcast. So we'll have a a local beekeeper podcast where we have interviews from people and they're like, oh, that sounds like a good idea. And we could probably bring bring back some of the speakers that we had in the past. I'm a, I'm a huge proponent of documenting and capturing data and capturing what's happening so you can go back to it and listen in and um, just follow the notes. That's why I think online education is so powerful in that you can pause. It's, it's, it's like you can pause, you can, play, you can play pause on your instructor, write down your notes, and then press play again, and then continue listening. Or you can just, you know, rewind and go back over the stuff over and over. But yeah, um, those are some of the things that have been going on. Um, that was uh, last night's beekeeper meeting, and uh, I think starting next year we'll be in a new location close to my home. So I'm pretty excited about that. You know, it'll just take me five minutes to get home from the meeting. Anyhow, uh, that's it for this episode. Again, you know, feel free and go up to the go up to Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating, and um, tell your friends. And if you're interested in being on the podcast, if you want to share your knowledge, your expertise, your hobbies, your passions in life on this podcast, you can always reach out to me through hacksandhobbies.com or the Twitter hacksandhobbies. Or Instagram hacks zombie. Any way that you're connected to me, just let me know. Hey, I would like love to be on the podcast. I love talking about bees. I love this conversation about bees. Or you love talking about bike uh, cycling. Or you love talking about music, movies, TV shows, whatever it is, whatever your passion is. We can bring that conversation on this podcast, record it, and have it, you know, here for eternity. Again, you know where to reach me. Thank you so much for listening. Have an excellent day. Welcome to another episode of Hacks and Hobbies. In this episode, I'm going to give a little update on beekeeping and honeybees and what's going on with the apiary in this winter time so one of these days I finally got out to check on the beehives now I had my doubts about Alcatraz making it through this cold few days although it hasn't been that cold but when I went to remove the feeder feeder was completely empty dry and I was like all right they drank it all up 
which is I'm really excited. So I didn't go inside the highs, high, but when I did remove the uh, feeder, there's bees hanging out on top. So I do need to provide them with some sugar, brick, a brick sugar or fondant, so they can uh, use that for winter keeping. So, gotta source that or make it at home <clears throat> um, and put that up in there in one of these days. I think I'm hoping we're getting some moderate warm days. So, happy to report that both hives are doing well and good and going into winter. So, I added the moisture board which goes between the top cover and the inner cover. So that way um, it's not bothering the bees, but it's since heat, all the heat rises up to the top, the moisture board can, com can uh, contain the liquid, the moisture forming inside, and voila, we're ready to go. Also, today is the last day of 2018 so I figured this was a monumental day uh, putting out 66 67 episodes this year in the past eight months it's been a pretty decent output it's definitely more than one episode a week if I had started back in January more than one episode a week um, there were some months where I was able to sustain and create daily episodes so live and learn and you figure out the frequency what best matches with the timing available as well as what we're doing So yeah, that's a um, little update on what's going on. Being the last day of the year, I finally got to finish the chapter um, for The Magnetic Entrepreneur. I went through several edits with the help of um, my friends and family that helped me edit the chapter. Uh, the conclusion is kind of long. I need to shorten it or make it more concise so I'm gonna have to do one more pass and see where the conclusion um, heading title goes so we'll see what needs to be done on there the next step my uh, one of my wife's cousins was saying why don't you do your own book? Why do you need just to do one chapter? And I was like, you know what? I I am planning on doing that. And um, but again, that's 30 pages of content to edit. Suffice it to say, there are a lot more stories that I didn't go into in that narration, my first narration. And definitely would like to revisit that and combine it with 
whatever I have right now. And as I go around reading that, gives me, you know, gives me an idea of how much effort it takes to actually write. Because we don't talk like we read. Um, we certainly don't write like we talk. Because when you're talking, it's a totally, it's a totally different style. Uh, you can break sentences. You can. You're usually not forming an entire sentence. So if I were to talk like I wrote, I would be talking in long sentences with those commas and pauses. But since that would be really weird to talk like I speak, sorry, to speak like I write, it would be really, really weird. Anyways, um. I wanted to give a shout out to all the amazing people that have helped me get here to where I am by their encouragement, by their support, by their time spent on listening to these podcasts. And I am deeply and I'm deeply appreciative of every single one of you listening to this podcast because without you we wouldn't be here where we are right now and uh we've hit the 5000 number 5000 listens in past 8 months not too bad um all comes down to how much um marketing i'm doing for the podcast how much how how active I am on the community in this in the social media space. So yeah, that's um hmm. It's really interesting. Now one thing I was thinking about was I've been listing the episode number with one uh, I'm calling episode each episode has a alphanumeric starting so e167 was the last episode and e stands for episode one is for actually season first season and 57 is the number of 67 is the number of episodes so i was wondering if i should break them up if i should just say episode 55 episode 66 or episode 055 you know what I'm saying? Kind of like just just go with the flow and number them from zero to one hundred and just go to the next. Or the next thing I could do is one could represent 2018, two can represent 2019, and so on and so forth. So next year's episode could be two seventy. Season two, episode seventy. I don't know. It sounds weird, and it it certainly might look weird too. It's like, wait, how did you jump from 169 to 270? There's something missing, and instead of mention it, <coughs> it doesn't show properly either. Well, actually, in the iTunes external settings, I can set up and say I do mention that it's 
Season 1, Episode, blah, blah. So, do you start with Episode 1 for Season 2? I think that would make sense if I if I started with 201, 202. I think that would be more appropriate because TV shows do something like that. Or, hmm. I don't know. I, I would love some feedback on that if you guys... Get a chance to listen and tweet at Hacks and Hobbies or send an Instagram message or on Facebook or LinkedIn. Um, the podcast is available or has a social media home in all four of these platforms. I would love some feedback. I would totally love that feedback. Now, over the past few months, I've connected with a lot of uh, other podcasters. There's Dual Podcasts, Car Thoughts with Dave, uh, which is all by David Calvert, both of those podcasts. And then there is uh, Mike Graham on uh, Psych 101. Pop Psych, Pop Psych 101, a podcast. There is uh, Graham. What's his last name? Graham from the Chatterbox, as well as the. Uh, I really suck at remembering stuff, but Graham from Ireland, no, Scotland. Holy smokes. Scotland. Yes. Graham from Scotland. Um, great person. I haven't chatted with him in a while. We, we've been wanting to do a podcast again. Episode together again. But we just haven't had a chance. Time difference. You know, he's five hours ahead of me. And uh, there's other notable mentions that I've been checking out there their podcast and they've been checking out my podcast and um there was a question on the community asking hey how many plays total plays you've had plays you have and some people are like yeah i just had like 500 700 then there's people with 18,000 plays and 70,000 plays i'm like wow that's amazing what are you talking about what's your social media strategy you know, how can I learn from that and apply that to my little podcast, my little soapbox over here? Anyways, uh, just things to think about. Would love to hear from you guys and uh, tell me what you thought of the last episode with Danny Dodge and uh, other interviews that I've done had a lot of fun talking with these folks and they had fun talking with me and um yep that's all i've got for today have a happy new year guys this is 2018 and this is Junaid signing off on the last day of 2018 may all your wishes come true and have a happy Happy New Year's Eve.
Welcome to another episode of Hacks and Hobbies. In this episode, I'm going to give a little update on beekeeping and honeybees and what's going on with the apiary in this winter time. So one of these days, I finally got out to check on the beehives. Now, I had my doubts about Alcatraz making it through this cold few days, although it hasn't been that cold. But when I went to remove the feeder, the feeder was completely empty dry. And I was like, all right, they drank it all up. Which is, I'm really excited. So I didn't go inside the hives, hive, but when I did remove the uh, feeder, there's bees hanging out on top. So I do need to provide them with some sugar, brick, a brick sugar or fondant, so they can uh, use that for winter keeping. So, gotta source that or make it at home <clears throat> um, and put that up in there in one of these days. I think I'm hoping we're getting some moderate warm days. So, happy to report that both hives are doing well and good and going into winter. So, I added the moisture board. Which goes between the top cover and the inner cover so that way um, it's not bothering the bees but it's since heat all the heat rises up to the top the moisture board can can uh, contain the liquid the moisture forming inside and voila we're ready to go also today is the last day of 2018 so I figured this was a monumental day uh, putting out 66 67 episodes this year in the past eight months it's been a pretty decent output it's definitely more than one episode a week if I had started back in January more than one episode a week um, there were some months where I was able to sustain and create daily episodes so live and learn and you figure out the frequency what best matches with the timing available as well as what we're doing So yeah, that's a um, little update on what's going on. Being the last day of the year, I finally got to finish the chapter um, for The Magnetic Entrepreneur. I went through several edits with the help of um, my friends and family that helped me edit the chapter. Uh, the conclusion is kind of long. I need to shorten it or make it more concise so I'm gonna have to do one more pass and see where the conclusion um, heading title goes 
So we'll see what needs to be done on there. The next step, my uh, one of my wife's cousins was saying, why don't you do your own book? Why do you need just to do one chapter? And I was like, you know what? I, I am planning on doing that. And, um, but again, that's 30 pages of content to edit. Suffice it to say, there are a lot more stories that I didn't go into in that narration, my first narration, and definitely would like to revisit that and combine it with whatever I have right now. And as I go around reading that, gives me, you know, gives me an idea of how much effort it takes to actually write because we don't talk like we read um, we certainly don't write like we talk because when you're talking it's a totally it's a totally different style uh, you can break sentences you can you're usually not forming an entire sentence so if I were to talk like I wrote, I would be talking in long sentences with those commas and pauses. But since that would be really weird to talk like I speak, sorry, to speak like I write, it would be really, really weird. Anyways, um, I wanted to give a shout out to all the amazing people that have helped me get here to where I am by their encouragement, by their support, by their time spent on listening to these podcasts, and I am deeply and I'm deeply appreciative of every single one of you listening to this podcast, because without you... We wouldn't be here where we are right now. And uh, we've hit the 5,000 number. 5,000 listens in past eight months. Not too bad. Um, all comes down to how much um, marketing I'm doing for the podcast. How much, how, how active I am on the community in this in the social media space so yeah that's um hmm it's really interesting now one thing i was thinking about was i've been listing the episode number with one uh, i'm calling episode each episode has a alphanumeric starting so e167 was the last episode and E stands for episode. One is for actually season, first season. And 57 is the number of 67 is the number of episodes. So I was wondering if I should break them up. If I should just say episode 55, episode 66, or episode 055. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like just just go with the flow and number them from zero 
to 100 and just go to the next. Or the next thing I could do is one could represent 2018, two can represent 2019, and so on and so forth. So next year's episode could be 270. Season 2, episode 70. I don't know. It sounds weird. And it, it certainly might look weird too. It's like, wait, how did you jump from 169 to 270? There's something missing. And instead of mention it, <coughs> it doesn't show properly either. Well, actually in the iTunes external settings, I can set up and say it's ep I do mention that it's season one episode blah blah. So do you start with episode one for season two? I think that would make sense if I if I started with two oh one, two oh two. I think that would be more appropriate because T V shows do something like that. Or hmm. I don't know. I would love some feedback on that. If you guys get a chance to listen and tweet at Hacks and Hobbies or send an Instagram message or on Facebook or LinkedIn, um, the podcast is available or has a social media home in all four of these platforms. I would love some feedback. I would totally love that feedback. Now, over the past few months, I've connected with a lot of uh, other podcasters. There's Dual Podcasts, Car Thoughts with Dave, uh, which is all by David Calvert, both of those podcasts. And then there is uh, Mike Graham, on uh, Psych 101, Pop Psych, Pop Psych 101, a podcast. There is uh, Graham. What's his last name? Graham from the Chatterbox, as well as the. Uh, I really suck at remembering stuff, but. Graham from Ireland, no, Scotland, holy smokes, Scotland, yes, Graham from Scotland, um, great person, I haven't chatted with him in a while, we, we've been wanting to do a podcast again, episode together again, but we just haven't had a chance, time difference, you know, he's five hours ahead of me, and uh, there's other notable mentions that I've been checking out their their podcast and they've been checking out my podcast and um, there was a question on the community asking hey how many plays total plays you've had plays you have and some people are like yeah I just had like 500 700 then there's people with 18,000 plays and 70,000 plays I'm like wow that's amazing what are you talking about? What's your social media strategy? You know, how can I learn from that and apply that to my little podcast, my little soapbox over here? 
anyways uh just things to think about would love to hear from you guys and uh tell me what you thought of the last episode with danny dodge and uh other interviews that i've done had a lot of fun talking with these folks and they had fun talking with me and um yep that's all i've got for today have a happy new year guys this is 2018 and this is Junaid signing off on the last day of 2018 may all your wishes come true and have a happy happy new year's eve Welcome to another episode of Hacks and Hobbies. In this episode, I'm going to give a little update on beekeeping and honeybees and what's going on with the apiary in this winter time. So one of these days, I finally got out to check on the beehives. Now, I had my doubts about Alcatraz making it through this cold few days although it hasn't been that cold but when I went to remove the feeder the feeder was completely empty dry and I was like alright they drank it all up which is I'm really excited so I didn't go inside the hives hive but when I did remove the uh, feeder there's bees hanging out on top so I do need to provide them with some sugar brick brick sugar or fondant so they can uh, use that for winter keeping so gotta source that or make it at home <clears throat> um, and put that up in there in one of these days I think I'm hoping we're getting some moderate warm day, so happy to report that both hives are doing well and good and going into winter. So I added the moisture board, which goes between the top cover and the inner cover. So that way um, it's not bothering the bees, but it's since heat all the heat rises up to the top the moisture board can com can uh, contain the liquid the moisture forming inside and voila we're ready to go also today is the last day of 2018 so I figured this was a monumental day uh, putting out 66 67 episodes this year in the past eight months it's been a pretty decent output it's definitely more than one episode a week if I had started back in January more than one episode a week um, there were some months where I was able to sustain and create daily episodes so live and learn and you figure out the frequency what best matches 
with the timing available as well as what we're doing. So yeah, that's a um, little update on what's going on. Being the last day of the year, I finally got to finish the chapter um, for the Magnetic Entrepreneur. I went through several edits with the help of um, my friends and family that helped me edit the chapter. Uh, the conclusion is kind of long. I need to shorten it or make it more concise so I'm gonna have to do one more pass and see where the conclusion um, heading title goes so we'll see what needs to be done on there the next step my uh, one of my wife's cousins was saying why don't you do your own book? Why do you need just to do one chapter? And I was like, you know what? I I am planning on doing that. And um, but again, that's 30 pages of content to edit. Suffice it to say, there are a lot more stories that I didn't go into in that narration. My first narration. And definitely would like to revisit that and combine it with whatever I have right now. And as I go around reading that, gives me, you know, gives me an idea of how much effort it takes to actually write. Because we don't talk like we read. Um, we certainly don't write like we talk because when you're talking it's a totally it's a totally different style uh, you can break sentences you can you're usually not forming an entire sentence so if I were to talk like I wrote I would be talking in long sentences with those commas and pauses but since that would be really weird to talk like I speak. Sorry, to speak like I write, it would be really, really weird. Anyways, um, I wanted to give a shout out to all the amazing people that have helped me get here to where I am by their encouragement, by their support, by their time spent on listening to these podcasts. And I am deeply and I'm deeply appreciative of every single one of you listening to this podcast. Because without you, we wouldn't be here where we are right now. And uh, we've hit the 5,000 number. 5,000 listens in past eight months. Not too bad. Um, all comes down to how much um, marketing I'm doing for the podcast, how much how how active I am on the community in this in the social media space, 
So yeah, that's um, hmm, it's really interesting. Now, one thing I was thinking about was I've been listing the episode number with one. Uh, I'm calling episode. Each episode has a alphanumeric starting. So E one six seven was the last episode, and E stands for episode. One is for actually season, first season, and 57 is the number, or 67 is the number of episodes. So I was wondering if I should break them up, if I should just say episode 55, episode 66, or episode 055. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like, just just go with the flow and number them from zero to 100 and just go to the next or the next thing I could do is one could represent 2018 two can represent 2019 and so on and so forth so next year's episode could be 270 season 2 episode 70 I don't know it sounds weird and it, it Certainly might look weird too. It's like, wait, how did you jump from 169 to 270? There's something missing. And instead of mention it, <coughs> it doesn't show properly either. Well, actually, in the iTunes external settings, I can set up and say, I do mention that it's season one, episode blah blah. So. Do you start with episode one for season two? I think that would make sense if I if I started with 201, 202. I think that would be more appropriate because TV shows do something like that. Or, hmm. I don't know. I, I would love some feedback on that. If you guys get a chance to listen and tweet at Hacks and Hobbies. Or send an Instagram message, or on Facebook, or LinkedIn. Um, the podcast is available, or has a social media home in all four of these platforms. I would love some feedback. I would totally love that feedback. Now, over the past few months. I've connected with a lot of uh, other podcasters. There's Dual Podcasts, Car Thoughts with Dave, uh, which is all by David Calvert, both of those podcasts. And then there is uh, Mike Graham on uh, Psych 101, Pop Psych, Pop Psych 101, a podcast. There is uh, Graham, what's his last name? Graham from the Chatterbox, as well as the, uh, I really suck at remembering stuff, but Graham from Ireland, no, Scotland, holy smokes, Scotland, yes. Graham from Scotland, um, great person. I haven't chatted with him in a while. We 
We've been wanting to do a podcast again, episode together again, but we just haven't had a chance. Time difference, you know, he's five hours ahead of me. And uh, there's other notable mentions that I've been checking out their, their podcast, and they've been checking out my podcast. And um, there was a question on the community asking, hey, how many plays, total plays you've had, plays you have. And some people are like, yeah, I just had like 500, 700. Then there's people with 18,000 plays and 70,000 plays. I'm like, wow, that's amazing. What are you talking about? What's your social media strategy? You know, how can I learn from that and apply that to my little podcast, my little soapbox over here? Anyways, uh... Just things to think about. Would love to hear from you guys. And uh, tell me what you thought of the last episode with Danny Dodge. And uh, other interviews that I've done. Had a lot of fun talking with these folks. And they had fun talking with me. And um, yep, that's all I've got for today. Have a happy new year, guys. This is 2018, and this is Junaid signing off on the last day of 2018. May all your wishes come true, and have a happy, happy New Year's Eve. Welcome to another episode of Hacks and Hobbies. Guys, I want to thank you for letting me be myself. I want to thank you. All right, so that's a little bit of... What's his name? Vanilla Ice, I think. Anyways, welcome to the new year. Brand new year. Season 2 of Hacks and Hobbies. Um, I didn't really get any feedback on my last question, but... A plan to call it Season 1, sorry, Season 2, Episode 1. Um, starting with 2019, a brand new year. Actually, what's funny is that every single day we get a brand new day, right? Sure, the year is the same, but every single friggin' day is a brand new day. Every second, every minute that we experience, we are living in a brand new moment, brand new minute. So... I know year is a huge milestone. Even months are huge milestones. You know, you say, oh, next month I'm going to do this, this, and that. So I want you to, you know, appreciate and I want you to be grateful for making it to 2019 because we know a lot of people that didn't make it to 2019. You know, their season ended last year and we get to continue on and carry on and live our dreams and make our dreams a reality we are here in 2019 we've got i've got tons of goals i'm sure you have a lot of goals and a lot of um things lined up for this year i got done with my chapter last year and the book will be 
I've got to talk to the editor <clears throat> and the publisher, but the book will be coming out uh, later this month, January 2019. Man, feels so crazy. Feels so um, different. Yes, I um, I love it. I do need to expand my vocabulary, and Grammarly does a great job in expanding vocabulary when especially because you because when you write a lot and you're using Grammarly Grammarly will suggest words if you're repeating the same word over and over it'll suggest hey how about you change this word to something that sounds more powerful and go with that so really excited to be using Grammarly uh, for doing my writing and um, check out their plugin on Google Chrome. Uh, they also have a plugin for Safari, I believe, as well as a Mac app. And it does wonders for your writing. Um, it'll even tell you um, if you're using the wrong spelling. Actually, spelling is pretty normal. Um, every browser kind of has a built-in spelling check. So anyways, Grammarly.com. Check it out when you get a chance. In other news, I am uh, super excited. I got to finish the chapter for The Magnetic Entrepreneur. I got a bunch of feedback. I got a bunch of people helping me uh, shape this chapter up. From my starting point of 17,000 words coming down to... Ten, uh, seven thousand words, and now, and then down to seven thousand words. I think I already said that. And from seven thousand words to twenty-eight hundred words, I believe the chapter ended with two thousand eight hundred fifty-five words, uh, with another two hundred ninety, two hundred eighty-five words. Or sorry. Yeah, 285 words uh, of bio. And um, I might need to redo the bio. But I think it's it's at a place where it just informs folks on a little bit about my background history. And, and it's good to have this kind of uh, documentation in place so then you can always refer to it like oh I was in that book and it has my bio and my history and now I can move forward and talk about what's happening in the future so the next chapter that I'll be writing will be all about mobile video production and mobile video production is a is a very powerful way and you probably heard me talk about it a lot and give you even tips through this podcast in last season so this season I'll be focusing more and um, getting more data in for you <clears throat> so yeah I mean uh, if you have any questions please feel free to send it in and uh, we'll be happy to 
address those questions and uh, answer them and get them back over to you. Now today, a January 2nd, 2019, I have two amazing things happening. Well, friends of mine's connections. Errol Erdeman is launching, has a webinar coming up today at 7 p.m. And it's all about this is marketing. An outline to the book by Seth Godin. Now I have been list. I finished reading the book, and I'm going back over it to get a better understanding, a deeper understanding of what Seth Godin is talking about. And anytime you read anything multiple times, you capture data that you might have missed, um, you know, sometime before or the first time you read it, or the second time you read it. So, continuously reading a book over and over, over a period of time, is always helpful and uh, so yeah, one, um, one specific book that I've uh, heard other people read on a yearly basis is Crush It! And now crushing it because this book lays down the blueprint on what you should be doing with your marketing dollars. What you should be doing with your time. What you should be doing with your content. And um, creating this content for people to consume. For people to gain value from. So that's something that you want to look into. Crush It and Crushing It, amazing two books to keep in your belt of knowledge to read through on a daily basis. Or weekly or monthly, it's up to you. As long as you use that information and um, yeah, it's great. Anyhow, um, check out Hacks and Hobbies on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and um, the website. So happy that you guys made it here in 2019. We've got big things coming. Thanks for listening. Have a Happy New Year and a wonderful, amazing month, year, and day. Wonderful day. Have a wonderful day. It's kind of cloudy today, but that's okay. Our hearts are not cloudy. They're full of sunshine and emotion, full of power and emotions and awesome stuff. All right, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. Welcome to another episode of Hacks and Hobbies. Guys, I want to thank you for letting me be myself. I want to thank you. Alright, so that's a little bit of... What's his name? Vanilla Ice, I think. Anyways, welcome to the new year. Brand new year. 
season two of Hacks and Hobbies. Um, I didn't really get any feedback on my last question, but a plan to call it season one, sorry, season two, episode one. Um, starting with 2019, a brand new year. Actually, what's funny is that every single day we get a brand new day, right? Sure, the year is the same, but every single friggin' day is a brand new day. Every second, every minute that we experience, we are living in a brand new moment, brand new minute. So, I know year is a huge milestone, even months are huge milestones. You know, you say, oh, next month I'm going to do this, this, and that. So, I want you to, you know, appreciate and I want you to be grateful for making it to... 2019 because we know a lot of people that didn't make it to 2019 you know their season ended last year and we get to continue on and carry on and live our dreams and make our dreams a reality we are here in 2019 we've got I've got tons of goals I'm sure you have a lot of goals and a lot of um, things lined up for this year. I got done with my chapter last year, and the book will be. I've got to talk to the editor <clears throat> and the publisher, but the book will be coming out uh, later this month, January 2019. Man, feels so crazy. Feels so um, different. Yes, I. Um, I love it. I do need to expand my vocabulary, and Grammarly does a great job in expanding vocabulary. When, especially, because you, because when you write a lot and you're using Grammarly, Grammarly will suggest words if you're repeating the same word over and over. It'll suggest, hey, how about you change this word to something that sounds more powerful and go with that so really excited to be using Grammarly uh, for doing my writing and um, check out their plugin on Google Chrome uh, they also have a plugin for Safari I believe as well as a Mac app and it does wonders for your writing um, it'll even tell you um, if you're using the wrong spelling. Actually, spelling is pretty normal. Um, every browser kind of has a built-in spelling check. So anyways, Grammarly.com. Check it out when you get a chance. In other news, I am uh, super excited. I got to finish the chapter for The Magnetic Entrepreneur. I got a bunch of feedback. I've got a bunch of people helping me uh, shape this chapter up from my starting point of 17,000 words coming down to uh, 7,000 words and now and then down to 7,000 words I think I already said that and from 7,000 words to 2,800 words I believe 
the chapter ended with 2,855 words uh, with another 285 words, or sorry, yeah, 285 words uh, of bio, and um, I might need to redo the bio, but I think it's it's at a place where it just informs folks on a little bit about my background history, and, and it's good to have this kind of uh, documentation in place so then you can always refer to it like oh I was in that book and it has my bio and my history and now I can move forward and talk about what's happening in the future so the next chapter that I'll be writing will be all about mobile video production and mobile video production is a is a very powerful way and you probably heard me talk about it a lot and give you even tips through this podcast in last season so this season I'll be focusing more and um, getting more data in for you <clears throat> so yeah I mean uh, if you have any questions please feel free to send it in and uh, we'll be happy to address those questions and uh, answer them and get them back over to you. Now today, a January 2nd, 2019, I have two amazing things happening. Well, friends of mine's connections. Errol Erdeman is launching, has a webinar coming up today at 7 p.m. And it's all about this is marketing. An outline to the book by Seth Godin. Now I have been list. I finished reading the book, and I'm going back over it to get a better understanding, a deeper understanding of what Seth Godin is talking about. And anytime you read anything multiple times, you capture data that you might have missed um, you know sometime before or the first time you read it or the second time you read it so continuously reading a book over and over or a period of time is always helpful and uh, so yeah one um, one specific book that I've uh, heard other people read on a yearly basis is Crush It and now Crushing It because this book lays down the blueprint on what you should be doing with your marketing dollars, what you should be doing with your time, what you should be doing with your content and um, creating this content for people to consume for people to gain value from so that's something that you want to look into crush it and crushing it amazing two books to keep in your belt of knowledge to 
read through on a daily basis or a weekly or a monthly it's up to you as long as you use that information and um, yeah it's great anyhow um, check out hacks and hobbies on Facebook Twitter LinkedIn YouTube and um, the website so happy that you guys made it here in 2019 got big things coming thanks for listening have a happy new year and a wonderful amazing month year and day wonderful day have a wonderful day it's kind of cloudy today but that's okay our hearts are not cloudy they're full of sunshine and emotion full of power and emotions and awesome stuff all right guys take care bye bye